Hello and welcome back to the Norwich Film Festival podcast. My name is Neve Brooke and I'm a festival assistant here at the Norwich Film Festival. Today I'm chatting with Ricardo Soriano, the director of The Land of Griffins. The Land of Griffins takes us to the northwestern coast of Sardinia, where the last native Italian colony of griffin vultures lives. We follow an experienced photographer and conservationist as he tells us about the dangers threatening the survival of the colony as well as telling us about the work of the Life Under the Griffin Wing project, fighting to ensure a safer future for the colony. If you haven't already seen The Land of Griffins, go and watch the film, come back, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. So, hello! Today I'm here with Ricardo Soriano, the director of Land of the Griffins, which is nominated for Best Student Film here at this year's Norwich Film Festival. How are you? I am very excited and I am very, very happy and honoured to be also in the final, one of the finalists of this amazing festival because, uh, because of course, of the quality and the talents that are there. So uh, to be one of, of the, the four finalists, it's, it's a, a very, a very great honour for me. And especially coming with a project on... Uh, uh, on animals, on, on conservation, which is what really drives me. Uh, so being um, being able to get so far uh, with, with, with the Griffins, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great thing. Oh, that's amazing. Well, we're honoured to have your film as a part of a festival, so thank you so much. So could you tell us a little bit about how you found out this story, how you found out about life under Griffin wings, sort of what drew you to telling this story? So basically, it was at the beginning of 2020, and I was starting. I, went, I mean, I, I was I just uh, I was starting at that time my master in um, at the National Film and Television School, mm. uh, directing and producing science and natural history. And we were looking for stories, and uh, this was this was pre-COVID, so it was I think about February March. And I was supposed to go to Uganda and film wild chimpanzees, but then COVID came through and just uh, reshaped uh, everything, basically. Yeah, of course, the entire world almost. It, it, it reshaped everything. And so I started to look for stories that were closer to the place I live because I'm also based in Rome. So I was based between Rome and Beckinsville and London. And so uh, I came back to Italy and started looking for stories, for conservation stories. And I, I found this, uh, this amazing project, uh, which is called Life and the Griffin Wings, and which I, will, I had the luck also to find uh, at the very uh, last stage, uh, because it was like practically ending. And yeah. so I... I have managed to find this project uh, that was uh, talking about the, the last, uh, the conservation of the last native colony of Italian uh, griffon vulture, and so I managed to contact the the project manager and uh, got my way to Sardinia and had great people which were very very helpful uh, to introduce me into this into this. Uh, uh, into their world and in what yeah. they do uh, in, into the, this also majestic creature which uh, it's uh, I mean you, you know when you talk about griffin vulture the first thing it comes in your mind is it pops up in your mind is like those creepy uh, evil uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I was surprised because as soon as I got to Sardinia and I, I saw the first the first griffin vulture 
which is a three meters wingspan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you see how majestic it also is and uh, how incredibly beautiful as well. So I try to, to capture uh, and discover myself uh, as much as possible uh, yeah. the life of those birds. I mean, what an amazing sort of story to, you know, sort of stumble across on because of COVID. It is such a remarkable sort of story almost because I, like you said, I'd never heard of a griffin vulture before, but it's a really sort of powerful story of how we need to protect nature and just you having to change your plans has created this gorgeous film. Um, sort of moving forward, Dominico seems like such an interesting man. What was it like working with him and sort of learning all of his stories? Basically, he's the one that uh, really um, it was like my Virgil. So he really <laughs> to hold uh, like to hold the to hold the history of, of about Griffin about vultures in general in Sardinia. And he's a very, uh, very experienced conservationist. Um, he, I think it's been working for more than 30 years, especially, is especially uh, trying to discover and to uh, preserve and do conservation on, on Sardinia fauna uh, in general. So mm -hmm. uh, he, he's a very, very dedicated person. And um, his experience helped me a lot in, you know, with birds, you have to find uh, specific places. You have to to set up a height. Uh, you, you have to uh, you have to do some ritualities. Which, if you're not, I mean, experienced yeah. and know how to, to do it, it's very very difficult. And think that uh, uh, the film has been done in less than four weeks. I think it was twenty one or twenty two. Oh my gosh! Shooting. So I have to say, I've been very very lucky to find. Yeah. Uh, uh, a good project and to find uh, great people and once again and to find something that is not very often that not very often happens to find a conservation story which has a, a positive end which really uh, had an impact because they 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 managed through this conservation uh, through this conservation act to uh, save and make the colony thrive again mm. so I, I think i've been very lucky overall it's absolutely mesmerizing you do you seem very passionate about having this sort of conservation angle in your work and there's this gorgeous line that um dominico says saying saving their lives means saving ours and that sort of seems like the message of the film. Is it really important to you to sort of educate people about the importance of conservation in your work? I think that as filmmakers, we have to try to, uh, to portray parts of, of our, our world. And we, my personal, um, my, my personal aim is to try to, uh, to diffuse as, as many conservation messages as possible because saving their life means they were, it's really meant that saving their lives is saving our own lives because yeah. we are all connected. Whatever species disappears from this planet, it's a species that is going to change this planet. So uh, it is very important to, I think, especially now to try to to bring 
positive conservation messages and to bring the world of uh, those amazing people, which without interest and uh, I don't know, sorry, I don't know why my camera is doing acting, <laughs> but I was saying uh, to put to, to bring a message of, of these people of conservationists that around the world are tirelessly uh, and disinterestingly saving lives. Yeah. So I, it's, it's for them. And I, I would try to do, to, to, to make as many films as possible about animals and people that are really fighting because it's, it's a war. That's a really sort of inspirational outlook to take as a filmmaker, because not only are you making these visually striking films, you're making films that are sort of teaching people and inspiring people to make change. So what an incredible sort of um, outlook and sort of career you're going to have ahead of you. I mean, this has been an incredible film and it's definitely changed my view on vultures and griffin vultures. It's been amazing. So well done. It's absolutely incredible. You're very kind. You're very kind. And uh, <laughs> the best the best bit of it is that uh, I'm always learning myself mm. a lot of new things. And uh, as soon as I learn sharing it, I think is the very least I can do. That's absolutely amazing. I feel very inspired now. Wow. <laughs> I feel really like sort of ready to get up and go save the world, which is such an amazing reaction to have after watching this film. Moving on to sort of more of the technical side that you've briefly mentioned, this film is so beautifully shot. And you mentioned that you shot it in four weeks, which I was not expecting at all. What was it like trying to get those shots? You're clearly very high and then trying to get shots of live animals who I imagine don't cooperate very well. So what was that process like? I, I mean, as said previously, Having key people such as Domenico was one of them. Alfonso was Alfonso Campus, which is the current manager. Uh, the the, uh, the the other guy that was involved in Life Life Under Griffin Wings project uh, were, were very helpful. Without mm. them, I could not done the film. But uh, you know, it's 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 tricky. It, I have to say, it's less difficult than filming small birds because. Yeah, because <laughs> they're massive. <laughs> you can definitely see them in the sky. Uh, but working, I mean, working with long lens is always like having patience and uh, being lacking enough to, I mean, to, 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 to capture the moment and 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 hope and and I mean, going back watching the footage and uh, if you have like, if I, I think five percent good of what you've done in a day <laughs> yeah. you've been very lucky Gosh, so, yeah, it must have been a pretty grueling editing process I imagine <laughs> it was it was <laughs> but, well it definitely was worth all the all the editing because it's so so gorgeously shot thank you thank you thank you can I quickly ask one more question before we sort of move on the score is so gorgeous in this and really sort of elevates your the gorgeous sort of landscape 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 shots of Sardinia what was it like sort of coming up with the sort of the vibe almost of the school because it has this sort of wonderful magical quality to it uh, the landscapes I think that was very important to portray uh, a play a, sp a space an area of Sardinia which uh, uh, Sardinian people has been smart enough 
uh, not to destroy by building mm. because the coast alongside uh, Boza and Algeria, which is basically where the film has been made, and which is where the last colony of Britain survived, and not without a reason. They survived there because there wasn't uh, any chaos, there wasn't any, any, any human uh, proximity. And so I think there was, uh, was, was very important to try to portray uh, as many landscapes of such a beautiful place as possible and try to contextualize how always, I mean, human uh, human animal conflict is due to uh, is due to, to 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 many other issues so i mean to to make to do conservation and to have a, a proper conservation project which uh, in a way is uh, uh, successful you always have to to have many ingredients that, that mm. really work. but yeah i by coming back to landscapes uh to, to try to portray the landscape photography, I decided to, to portrait as many as possible and to use aerial photography, which was probably the best way to, yeah. to give this space through movements, you know, since with the animals, especially with birds, you very, most of the time you're like, I don't know, sorry, but my camera today is crazy. <laughs> Um, most of the time with birds, you use uh, tele, tele lenses, so mm. you always in a very narrow space. And I think that uh, that place and need to be also portrayed with very wild, uh, wild angle and uh, with drone footage as well. Yeah, it creates a real vastness of Sardinia and you realise just sort of the landscape that you're working with and also kind of helps emphasise the size of the birds because it's just massive in comparison. So yeah, they really are gorgeous landscapes and they really sort of draw you in to the world that these people are living in and the world that the griffins are living in as well. So yeah, they really, really are gorgeous. Thank you. You're very kind. <laughs> I have one final question that we've briefly spoken about before we started recording, but I want everyone else to know. Are you excited for this year's Norwich Film Festival? But you have the most amazing excuse why you're not going to be in Norwich this year. <laughs> I love the most amazing. I mean, I'm sorry because uh, not not being in a festival is like missing uh, real contacts with, with yeah. a lot of people. And uh, I, really, I really miss this. But I have... Uh, that is an excuse. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be in Africa um, doing my, my project, a uh, personal project that I'm trying to, 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 to develop uh, on uh, elephant conservation. And so I'll be in Zimbabwe until probably the end of, of December, try to, try to develop this project and understand what is focused on the human elephant conflict so I'll be back there, but I'll try to pop in and um, in, in in the streaming session as much as possible. And <laughs> you will. Well, you'll be sorely missed, but we can't wait to see what you're going to develop in Africa. That sounds absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for your time. It was so much fun learning all about Land of the Griffins, and hopefully, we'll speak to you soon. Thank you very much. It was my my pleasure and my honor. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Norwich Film Festival podcast. This year's festival is running from the 12th to the 21st of November with our online streaming platform finishing at the end of the month. 
Make sure you go and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram, or you can keep up to date with all things Norwich Film Festival on the Norwich Film Festival website. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Neve Brooke, and I hope you enjoy the festival.